This is Kimberly Rice, and you are tuned into the Secret Sauce Marketing Tasting Show, the groundbreaking podcast for business bosses, professional women, and anyone who is hungry to learn how to create the career, business, and life of their dreams by charting their own course. Welcome everyone to the um, KLA Marketing Secret Sauce Marketing Tastings podcast, and we're so delighted to have Michael Kelberg, uh, president of Blue Eye um, Productions, here with us this morning. Um, he is actor, writer, director, ex- videographer extraordinaire, and we're going to talk today about video and um, how video has. Um, impacted and has um, evolved to become a really strong marketing tool um, in our world today. And I can't think of anyone better than Michael to chat with us about it because he sees it from all sides. So welcome, Michael. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, We go back a long ways. Uh, We do. Over a decade, I I think. I believe so. It's so hard to believe, isn't it? You haven't aged today. Oh, the phone. Too kind. Oh my God! <laughs> I was up on that screen and at J- on that stage on JCC, and we were doing one of my first um, sizzle. Yeah, uh, totally, totally. You did great. Oh gosh! And we just celebrated ten years of uh, of KLA marketing. So uh, who knew? Congratulations! <laughs> yeah, who knew exactly. Um. So. For our listening audience, um, talk with us just a few minutes about, tell us kind of the span, the breadth of your work and um, all the cool things that you get um, get your hands into as a result of that. Yeah, so I mean, you know, I always say like we do large and small projects. It might be something as small as just doing an interview with one person. You know, we set up the lights and the camera and, you know, sort of knock that out. Maybe it's for a doctor or, you know, I know you work with a lot of lawyers or, you know, whatever the interview might be up to just larger projects. So you asked what we've been doing. I forgot to mention the short film that we just submitted to all the festivals. Uh, You Got Ma'am. So that's a more substantial project. You know, we cast actors out of New York. You know, I wrote and directed at that and we put together the crew. Um, we had about 30 people when all was said and done. And, um, you know, that's a more that's a more substantial project. You know, anytime you sort of get into the film realm, you know, it gets a little more technical or there's just more moving parts and such, you know, and then everything in between, uh, you know, corporate videos and music videos and, you know, uh, marketing videos, promos, commercials, you know, all that sort of stuff. Well, does that, that- yeah. <laughs> music videos, um, promotional videos. I mean, that, um, you know, <clears throat> having been in video production for years and years, you know, that's no small feat. I mean, as you say, there's tons of moving parts. Yes. To all that. And then, of course, if you have talent, you know, I mean, you have multiple um, groups of talents. If it's not just one person, um, that l- adds a whole nother layer on top of the um, directing um, burden, I'll, I'll say, or the burden, the, the director's role to pull it all together. Well, absolutely. Or, you know, or, you know, in the certain capacities, the producer, right? So if the producer is, you know, the, uh, we're trying to get, you know, they're, you know, they're the, they're the, the, the chef in the kitchen, right? You know, right. and they, they hire everybody and they may hire the director or they may, you know, a certain person to shoot the film, the cinematographer, 
director has to balance between the the administrative role that he might have to the producer financially. And then obviously the creative aspect he does with his talent and the writers and all that stuff. So you know, there's a little bit of a fine line there. And then every production size has, you know, maybe the director is doubling as the producer because it's a small scale thing. Right. So, you know, like when we worked together, I was director and producer, right. Putting it all together. We were sort of producing together and then I'll projects, you have various different producers and, you know, it just, it really just depends on the size and the, and the scale of things. So what of all of that do you enjoy most? What do I enjoy most? I mean, I do enjoy producing. I mean, you know, there's more headaches and stress and, um, you know, responsibilities, but I mean, I do sort of enjoy bringing everybody together and, you know, sort of having a well-oiled machine and pulling off the day. And I sort of joke like, I'm like Clint Eastwood. I'm on time and on budget. You know, I'm, I'm pretty good at, you know, like one of the guys that, that shoots with me all the time. He's like, man, he goes, you always end on time. I'm like, yes, I do. A short film. I mean, we literally were down to our last shot of the day and we were doing like a 12 hour day. In this particular case, we wouldn't have had to pay overtime, but like in theory, you'd have to pay overtime. But we may, I mean, I think 30 seconds to go, we finished our last shot and we were done. Wow. So, um, yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting as a producer to work with all the different parts, right? Whether it's the, the makeup and wardrobe people or it's the director or even if I am the director or the talent, you know, and really be able to work with everybody. So that's and, and you have a certain level of control, too, which is nice, you know, influence. Oh, yes. I've done many, many projects where I've been the uh, mostly the producer and we have team. And then, you know, one of the things that's challenging um, for working with non-professional actors or talent, particularly in corporate settings, you know, where you're doing a, you know, like what we've done is <clears throat> bringing in clients of our clients for video interviews or video testimonials um, and making sure that the folks that are going to appear on camera um, are at least um, instructed and directed enough where they basically are presentable and will be compelling, um, uh -huh. you know, by just speaking from the heart, which is very important. But, you know, there's certain things that, you know, because sight is such a compelling sense um, that we just all have to be so careful about, right? Absolutely. No, and people are nervous, especially non-professionals, right? So, and that tends to translate because when you're on camera, you know, it's about being real and as real as you can and, you know, sort of being in those moments. So it's, it can be hard for people to relax and, you know, obviously we want them to look their best and feel their best and then they'll perform their best, whether they're telling a story or giving an interview or whatever it is you're asking them. Sure. So in the time that you've worked in all of these different areas, what have you seen change? So, yeah, so we had talked about that. Um, I think, I mean, I think access is what has really changed, right? So, I mean, it used to be, you know, you had to hire a professional to shoot your video or to record your sound or to, you know, promote it or whatever it is, you know, or to put it up on a screen somewhere. Now, you know, really, you know, X, Y, and Z guy or woman can do it all themselves, right? There's access, there's cheaper equipment, you know, there's access to equipment, you've got, 
you know, laptops that shoot video and record video. You've got iPads, you know, and all that stuff. You've got kids posting on YouTube. You know, my kids like to make videos. I don't let them post on YouTube, but they would like to. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and as I said, with that is great because it casts a large net to, you know, the world that they can create content, you know, and produce, you know, whatever level of project. But with that, you know, the, the other side of that is, you know, I think in some ways you get a lot of watered down products as well, because uh -huh. professional is still professional, right? You can paint your own house, but if you hire a painter, chances are it's probably a little better, right? It might cost you a little bit more, but probably a better job or it's a more efficient job. Exactly. So that's sort of my, you know, my takeaway with this. It is interesting to think of, you know, the evolution of technology. You know, I just was watching something on TV the other day, and it just seemed like when I was growing up in the 70s, everything just was the same. There wasn't much that changed. Right. In general, in our lives. And now the, the escalation, um, and particularly with a, the, all the technology, the video, um, you know, our iPhones are, you know, our cameras are, you know, our video cameras. I mean, I remember when my, my mom had a video camera that she put on her shoulder and had to walk around. Yeah, yeah, no, it was an expensive and it was large. And well, look at the podcast we're doing right now. The fact that, you know, we're just, I'm sitting on my cell phone and we're recording and then we can share this with the world. I mean, it's, it's pretty fascinating, right? It's, it is. It is. So how do you um, how do you see some of these evolutions manifest um, in your work? I mean, does it make your work easier? Is it um, is it greater? And when you say access, does this help your work as far as access to new clients? Um, share with us. Oh. About well, wait, so I have one anecdote from that actually happened last night, you know, in regards to this topic. So my sister, who you're friendly with, she, uh, one of her friends is trying to put together a montage and he was trying to separate the audio from the video and he was having a hard time with his editing program. She says, is this something you could do? You know, like, I don't think they wanted to ask me a favor. I said, I could have been done already in the length of this conversation. I said, I'll just do it for him, you know? because the amount of time it would have taken me to explain him how to do it versus me just doing it, you know, saved me an hour of my life. Um, so I was happy to take care of that for him. Um, but I mean, going back to your bigger question, um, ask me the question again, how does it, yeah. How does it manifest in your work? I mean, does it, um, given all the technology, does it give you greater access to your clients or to you getting work or, you know, I mean, I think, yeah, yeah, I think there's a certain portability to things now in a lot of ways, I find, you know, I mean, it's, it's relatively easy to set up shop uh, anywhere, you know, uh, anything can be a location, you know, and you kind of see that in the difference between like LA and they use the sound studios all the time versus like New York, where they shoot a lot on the street, you know, and they want to shoot on the street. So, you know, even on a smaller level, you know, it's easy to come and set up a backdrop or a green screen or shoot in someone's office. You know, you've got smaller cameras that are more portable. You can do so much. I mean, remember, you can edit a whole movie on a laptop now. You know, you don't have to be sitting in an edit editing bay, you know, in some city somewhere. Um, you know, there's guys that are editing on their couch for large corporations, you know, the History Channel or IBM or any of the big companies. You know, a lot of stuff gets outsourced. So it's it's really nice, you know, in that vein. You know, however... You know, I did have an interaction with a potential client you know, a couple of weeks ago and they were looking for a studio for an interview, you know, and 
you know, that's not necessarily something I could offer them. You know, we can rent a studio, we could use space, but, you know, they may have wanted, you know, a company with an actual sort of soundstage, you know. Um, Do you think which, that that's backwards or antiquated thinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you're just doing an interview, you know, why, you know, unless you're really going high end, you know, why waste your resources on having to pay for that when it's just so easy to... Are you there? Michael. Hi again. Oh, all right. As long as it was you. Yeah. Um, well, some <clears throat> there was a little technical hiccup there. No, <laughs> no worries. No worries. No worries. We'll connect it together. So, so right, so we were talking about the antiquation of, you know, uh, you know, how we might go about things today, right? Exactly. Um, you know, I find that it's it's interesting because when I share with prospective clients or anyone that um, KLA marketing is a virtual business, they really shake their head and look at me sometimes and don't know what I mean by that. But I'm like, mm. you don't really have any bricks and mortar. I have a team across the country. Um, but well, I, right. And you don't have the overhead. <laughs> and why? I mean, you know, we're selling our intellectual capital. I don't, Absolutely. I don't have machinery. <laughs> and you know, and you even more so. Yeah. There's lots of ways to skin a cat. I mean, look, there's guys that just produce and put together the whole team, and then there's guys that do everything themselves or even have a studio. But, you know, a lot of it's about the best fit, right? It, well, and that, Yes, and that's one of the reasons why we do have a virtual business because there's so much talent, mm -hmm. not all just here in South Jersey. No, I mean, listen, I can work with someone around the country, you know, like if I if I had the resources and I was doing a large project, you know, let, let's say I edited the project out, but I wanted to have someone do, you know, color grading for me, I can have some guy in the Middle East somewhere do that for me, because he can just email it back to me at this point, Exactly. You know, which is amazing. It is amazing. And I, you know, I, I don't want to say necessarily that that's generational thinking. Um, but right. I think most people are not there. They just don't have the appreciation for the level, as you mentioned earlier, the level of access and portability that we have in our work lives now. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, no, it's, it's, it's that's that's the word portability. Yeah, it's it's mind boggling. So, what tips? So you do the you know most of our work at KLA Marketing is what we would consider corporate videos. Mm -hmm. But so um, in the projects that you do, one of the things that um, interests me is, and maybe hopefully will interest our clients, is the role of video in creating awareness um, and brand brand awareness and, and brand equity online these days. Mm -hmm. Can you speak to that as far as the, the projects that you do and, and have seen clients' attitudes change over time? Yeah. So, you know, there's, you know, again, it's about access and storytelling and, you know, making it easy, right? Like you want to make it as easy on pop people as possible. Right. You know, so if you're marketing your business, explain what you do, you know, what's involved, blah, blah, you know, X, Y, Z. You know, a lot of the easiest way to do that is visually, right? Is to just, whether it's through a picture, whether it's through a video, you know, and it's all around us these days, you know, you have such great access on your phone, you know, so whether you're doing, you know, pre-roll videos, like the video you watch that you're stuck watching before a YouTube or, you know, you're on Facebook or, you know, Twitter or any of these things, um, you know, it's such a no-brainer to sort of have that in your arsenal, you know. I mean, you know, you can market through billboards, and, you know, that's great and all, And but, you know, a, a video just can tell a story in such a short period of time. It can share so much information, you know, and then, you know, and again, you have the opportunity to be 3D about it, right? Like a, bill, a billboard can only tell so much or be so humorous or, or so deep, you know, where a vi video can really, you know, tell, tells you a whole story. You know, what's a better way to tell a story? You know, exactly. And it's live and it's certainly not, um, you know, in, if a, compared to a billboard, I mean, how many times are, you know, you're going to go down the same street and do are the people that you're wanting to reach aren't going to be going down that street or road right. highway? Or yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, has its purpose, right? I mean, like you can be in a magazine, but that magazine can a either be thrown away. Yes, it can sit on a coffee table, and there may be a chance, but it might expire. You know, and what's interesting about videos, it you know, it does last forever. You know, I mean, look, we've all seen commercials that have been on for thirty years, right? It's the same. You know, it sort of crosses that threshold where it's like, all right, I'm just going to stick with the old spot because this is what people know. <laughs> you know, and that's one way, and that's one way to. Right. Right. Well, one of the things so. In our marketing work with our clients, we highly um, recommend video on their website. One of the things mm -hmm. that we do through um, client interviews is, you know, we leverage the power of social media, putting them up on YouTube and then pushing them out to, you know, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc., cetera, um, multiple channels. And it, as you say, it's it's twenty four seven. It's not just when you're driving down I ninety five to see that billboard. Um, and it's, I mean, it really is kind of priceless because if you have, especially in a corporate sense, if you have the the brand identity that you're wanting to build, um, then video can be the perfect tool is what we call the, the perfect tool um and it, there's so many purposes and usages of of um of video rather than just having one billboard in one place 
Oh yeah. Well, no. And then, right. And then the video itself is portable. Like we, like, like you just mentioned, you know, it's something that can be emailed and sent out into the world in so many different forms and platforms and capacities at the touch of a finger. It's just, you know, once the product's done, it's easy, you know, and I always do say to people, it's great to have a great video, but you got to use it properly, you know? So that's the other thing, you know, so, that oh, people, go ahead. Sorry. no, no, that people are that, that either have a plan of action or you know how they want to market it, you know, whether it's, you know, again, through an email campaign, you know, or a constant contact or, you know, through the social media. I mean, it's interesting, my family and I, we were fortunate if we actually were all in a commercial together over the summer for Citizens Bank. Oh. It works. I mean, people are coming to me like, oh, I saw your commercial. I said, where'd you see it? I haven't even seen it, you know, and there's this sponsored Twitter ad or something and people are seeing it, you know, and then, you know, like I always say, if you get one customer for the whole product there, you know, in a lot of ways, because, you know, people get a little weary about investing, but I mean, people are seeing it, you know, they're getting engaged with it. You know, it happens to be a really nice spot too, you know, which is helpful. Of course, of course. You know, so there just seems to really be, um, a balance to be struck between, you know, the full out video team production, um, you know, going to lo- on location, hiring talent, experienced actors, etc. More and more we see, I mean, we see it online all the time that business professionals want to capture their work in the act or in the in the um, with their clients. You yes. Know, why don't you su- can you provide a couple suggestions mindset wise? of what you've seen in your work of um, reasons to create video? Um, well, I mean, look, obviously it's all, it's all to generate business, right? I mean, at the end of the day, you know, everybody, you know, we use marketing cause we're trying to bring people in the door, you know, but if you can show, you know, the reasons why someone should come to you, you know, as opposed to just telling them, you know, you're making their life easier. So if I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting right now in a, in a strip mall, right. And I'm just, I'm looking at some of the stores here. So let's, let's take the vet, right. If I know nothing about this vet, but I can show, you know, the doctor gently working with these dogs and I show a happy environment or, you know, I don't know, but maybe there's the color scheme or I happen to know somebody that is in this video, whatever it is, whatever the, the factor is, you know, that may make me call or that may make me go to their website, you know, and try to get more information for them, you know, or it just might expose to me like, oh, I didn't know about that place, right? Because there's just, we're, there's a cavalcade of everything in life, right, that we're being thrown at. So we have to sort of get through all the muck, you know, and you have to make a name for yourself, right? So what's, what's a better way to do that than, you know, a short piece of content, you know, 15 seconds, 30 seconds, or, you know, we did the long form documentary commercial, which they had up to a minute and a half to really tell a story, you know, what better way again to, to tell your story, to engage with people. Exactly. So in our last few minutes, um, I wanted to give you an opportunity to share with our guest, um, you know, what should people know about you, Michael Kelberg and Blue Eye Productions? Um, what makes you different? Or, you know, what is it that you love to do to help clients? Yeah, so, you know, you kind of mentioned it, you know, I'm one of the few people that has really experience on both sides of the camera as an actor for 20 years, you know, having worked on large scale projects. So, you know, I work on large scale, you know, commercial campaigns as an actor or whether I'm doing TV work or film work. So, you know, I really sort of see everything and, you know, know what sort of is on the edge or, you know, what's happening next. 
you know, in a lot of ways. So, you know, I can bring that experience again to the other side as a director or producer to sort of say, look, this is what you really need. You know, it's great to do what I would like you to do or, you know, again, you know, spend X, Y, and Z, but that's not always what's in your best interest. And I think, you know, it's most important to, to give the client what they really need and what is going to work for them, you know, and, and a lot of times like I'll tell people, which may be, Dis, uh, disadvantage to myself, which is like, you know, start small and build, you know, if you're, if you're a little wary, you know, jumping into the deep end. So start in the, start in the shallow end, you know, and start to build your video library, you know, and piece it together and, you know, work with it and get better at working with it. And then you're going to build, you know, and then you're just going to get more comfortable with, with the process. Cause you know, you don't want people to be regretful of what they're getting themselves into. You know, with that being said, it's just silly in this day and age not to be doing the things, you know, that we're sitting here talking about, you know, and, and you and you kind of have to jump into the deep end a little bit, you know. So I think, you know, I bring that experience, you know, and I'm easygoing and, you know, I just I, I want to be there, you know, for the beginning, the end with my clients and, you know, just, you know, again, produce that whole thing and make it all happen and make it happen easily. Right. There, right. No. And we had a fantastic uh, working, you know, working um, experience together. Well, I see, you know, it's just all about engagement, right? Everybody's it's about connection, engagement, however you can reach your, you know, target audience or your business objective. It's all about engaging. And there's really, you know, video is one podcast. I mean, there's just so many tools, but video, everybody, you know, is much more visual uh, I learned recently, um, I saw something on Google that video is five times more likely to be viewed than the written word. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just going to get more and more and more until it's embedded on our foreheads. I mean, I think that, you know, it's it's everywhere. It's everywhere and it's going to continue to be. Exactly. So um, please share with us how our, our audience can connect with you if they have a project or they're thinking about you know, something in house or anything. Um, how can right, so, so you can go old school calling 917-749-4583. Call, text. You can email blueeyeproductions at yahoo.com spelled B-L-U-E-Y-E productions or blueeyeproductions.biz. Easy to find me online and find us online and all the stuff that we do. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Michael. This has been such a pleasure uh, to connect and talk about it. I'm excited. I'm, I can't wait to see uh, what you've got next coming up. And um, for all of our listening audience, Michael Kelberg, Blue Eye Productions, um, video is here. It, I can't wait to see what's going to be over the horizon of how it continues to evolve. Um, it's never been easier than it is today to build a brand equity um, you know, with video, whether it's on our iPhones or with, you know, Michael behind the camera uh, or a combination of all those things. So I want to thank you, Michael. I want to thank our listening audience and um, keep going forward. 